أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أتي الله أتي الرسول أولي الأمر منكم and always a reminder for myself on Abdul Ajeez of Da'eepo, Miskeen, Zahran of Jahan and but for the grace of Allah that we're still in existence and alhamdulillah Allah gave us a life in which to see the whole holy month of Zul-Hajj and the immense rewards of the Hajj, the Hujjaj and the realities of the Kawtha that spiritual realities are the soul of Islam, this maqam al-ihsan and Sufism represents the station of perfection. So with all the practices of Islam and disciplining the phys- physicality tariqahs and those whom represent the tariqahs and spirituality, it's the soul of Islam. And so many people when they hear the teachings from the soul and the soul of Islam it has a life, it has a force, it has a, a realization for people to, to feel the deen and the religion is alive with immense amounts of energy, immense amounts of hope and that's what the soul and the heart of people are in need of. And they can only get that and those people who are in need of those realities they only get that from the tariqahs, the immense oceans of realities, the immense oceans of, of contemplation to stop and to contemplate that what Allah has given to us, the faculties that Allah has, has given to us, the realities of light, the realities of the world of light. So alhamdulillah that Allah granted us a tremendous blessing by being from the people of this path and all who are watching and tuning in and clicking in or have been watching, it's a great blessing from the Divine Presence to lead somebody towards the spiritual path and an awakening for the heart that they teach to ponder everything of the Divine Reality, not uh, small things that are not of, of importance but the pondering of Allah's creation that everything is created by Allah for immense realities and that to overlook what Allah has created as if not to be thankful. And so then tariqahs come and the students of tariqahs come and teach. So that's why the sun and the moon are mentioned so many times in the Qur'an. And the tariqah is based on the reality. So the, the hajj and the, the pilgrimage, the movement and the, the way of following Allah gives that on the horizon and then with the individual inside themselves. That the earth is on a continuous hajj, it's continuously circumambulating the sun and the moon is continuously circumambulating the sun. And Allah shows us all these realities for all of humanity, whether they want to come for hajj, they don't want to come for hajj, Allah making everything in creation to make a hajj. So when we look outside Allah shows us the sunlight, shows us the light and the eternity of the sun and because the light is superior Allah made the earth to go around the sun where before they thought the sun was going around the earth. But the law of Allah is that which is superior 
that which is eternal has precedence, has superiority. Because the sun is a is superior creation and eternal creation because it's powered and has been here from the beginning of time to the end of time. As a result Allah makes all the inhabitants on earth to make their hajj around the sun. And the Kaaba is also making tawaf around the sun because everything circumambulates the light and the reality of the light. So then they come and they teach that Allah is showing that Allah is the light of our reality and our whole life has to be moving towards that light, towards that reality, towards that perfection. And all the inhabitants on the earth they won't, they don't want, they have to reach to that reality. Then Allah shows within our inner reality our atoms that all our electrons are circumambulating the nucleus of our reality. So from our smallest point to the largest point it all shows the same truth that our electrons are in continuous hajj around the nucleus because the nucleus is the source of positivity, the source of Divine light and powers. And as a result all of what is negative circumambulates, what of a lesser reality circumambulates the force of positivity and the positivity of light and the realities of light. So alhamdulillah from the inside to the outside everything is making the hajj and this is then the immensity of these realities. The immensity of the power of the sun then Allah asks especially the turuqs that to understand the reality of light, what kind of power does that sun have? What's the immensity of the light that coming from that and why is it that our vision that Allah created for us, why it's capable of comprehending that light and that specific spectrum of light that gives us the warmth and the ease of our life on this earth. And then the reality of the moon that continuously follows the sun as a reminder that when Muharram is opening our path and our way is that, Ya Rabbi let me to take a path towards your Divinely Presence. And Allah shows the sign on the horizon and says, be like the moon that continuously following the reality of the sun and what type of gift Allah gave to the moon. We were talking with some people the other day and they're asking that they had heard from Mawlana's talks from before about the power of sight and what Allah has given in this reality. That with your eyes you can't see more than 30 feet down the street. On a dark night go look and see how far you can see a light, a stop light, uh, a sign 30 feet, 40 feet, 50 feet, 70 feet. What power Allah gave to this creation of the moon that 257,000 miles away your eye can see the light that's shining from it and it has no light, there's no light bulb on it, there's no something turned on. When they approach the planet it has no light but they don't approach it like like it's a spotlight, they're approaching that planet, the moon has no light. 
what type of Allah, what type of power that Allah gave to that creation that as inhabitants of earth I gave you eyes but yet you don't see because we don't acknowledge the miracle. So Sufism, tariqah, the way of reality is asking us to ponder. We said before that our life if we just drive on a car 100 miles a day every day just fast, this life passes us very fast. But when you stop and walk the same road you drove all your life looks completely different because everything was missed. That's tariqah. Tariqah comes and asks us to contemplate. So at night when you're looking up and you're looking and see this full moon is shining, SubhanAllah Ya Rabbi how that creation of yours has a light and how is my eye capable of seeing it because Allah wants it to be seen. It makes no logical sense because anything else you look at you can't see. You go look down the street and try to look, ooh very far your eyes become dim and the light of what you're trying to look at becomes un… what is it, undistinguishable. You can't distinguish what you're looking at. So what secret Allah put into that light that He wants the inhabitants of earth to see that light and how its reality reflects that which it loves. But if you draw close to it you wouldn't see it, right? Because when the astronauts were going they weren't blinded by the glare of the moon. There was nothing for them, they flew in and nothing according to <laughs> their understanding that they went there the moon. <laughs> so with what glare Allah is allowing that moon to shine its light upon this earth? Because of what it represents, it represents a being and a, a way of purity. For us to look at it and say that it's not like the earth busy with all of its structures. It's an entity that has nothing on it and a lot of pounding and a lot of holes from craters and difficulty that it has endured. It looks scarred up and abused from difficulty from the testings that Allah has sent upon it and that becomes its reality. That if you take the testings in life, you take the difficulties with the good, you take the path in which you have to walk and the path can be lonely, the path can be difficult, the path can be sad, the path can be many things that Allah wants. And then begins to describe, but if that path is towards the direction of the Divine then here in the GPS is where they clarify, the tariqah comes to clarify that this path towards the Divine is towards the love of Sayyidina Muhammad So that to distinguish you from anyone else who's claiming to run towards Allah. They want a distinction that we're believing in La ilaha illallah but we want the maqam and the reality and all the truths and blessings of Muhammadun Rasulullah As a result of that running towards that light Allah illuminates the soul. So when we sing Qamarun that was the sign for us to understand 
And that's why this analogy, so when we sit out as an inhabitant on earth is the sun, the moon and the people of earth. And the people of earth look up and, and they're taking the benefit of the difficulties of the moon because the moon keeps its path on the love of the sun, the love of the way of light and as a result Allah reflects sunlight through that entity. And that sunlight is powerful enough to reach your eyes and to reach your wujud that it controls the level of your blood, it controls your inner being, controls the oceans, controls the tides, controls vegetation. It's not an empty light like a LED, it's a light filled with Divinely power that Allah sends to the reality of the sun. Said, if I can make the moon to shine, what about that which I built with my two hands and I blew my spirit into it? That which walakal karamna that you are an honoured creation of Divinely Presence. If you make your life to follow the love of the Divine and specifically the love of Sayyidina Muhammad which for us is the Shams al-Arafeen, the sun of all realities, the, the sun of all knowledges, you know the source and light of all knowledges is coming out. If you make your life to walk in that direction, all the light and the love of that direction is reflecting to you but you see yourself as nothing, just somebody that continuously broken down. Because you don't try to put your own light on but as a result of your path in life this reflection of what you love reflects out from you. And that's what Allah is showing us, I'll show my signs within you as I saw on the horizon because you're running towards my Divinely Kingdom and I want you to inherit my Kingdom. And the light that it reflects because of its love. So when you endure on a path of love, you don't see yourself as anything, you shouldn't because that would be arrogance and pride and, and that would block all the miracle. Because if the sun, if the moon thought it was something, it would try to illuminate with a false light and nobody would benefit from the reflection or the, the light of a false light. So then Allah shows these realities. So the tariqahs, this is the secret of creation, the turuqs, the way, istiqamu fi tariqat that keep firm on our path towards the love of Sayyidina Muhammad and know that every asteroid is coming your direction, every test and imtihan and, and difficulty. There's no need to always email that there's so many difficulties, this difficulty, that it's given. If you're on this path it's given difficulties will come. The solution is to keep the salawats, keep the love of Prophet You don't see yourself as illuminated but Allah says, don't worry because as you're walking and coming more and more towards the love of Prophet you're illuminating lights everywhere you go. Some like little candles, some like spotlights, some like suns on earth 
And that's why Islamic miniatures they showed always the shams around holy souls because the love that they have, the difficulties they endure in life, the test and the path they take, for them they don't see themselves as anything. But as a result of the love they have they're illuminating and lights and reflections are reflecting off of them and that becomes the importance, that becomes the, the significance and the beauty of this path and the beauty of what Allah has dressed upon everybody. Wilayat and sainthood is a path in which to move towards the realities of stars. We've talked before of the reality of a star and the reality of sainthood. That when Allah want to make a planet a star and like a metamorphosis to change their reality. That you came on as just an inhabitant of earth. When Allah destined for your soul towards sainthood means you're destined to be a star and everybody has been given a light. And Mawlana Shaykh's teaching, this person was going over this teaching with us the other day that Mawlana Shaykh was talking about that, that everybody has a light and they are the stars in which you see in the heavens. Because these, these, these talks and these oceans of reality nobody's talking anymore, all the fountains of that reality have long but sort of dried that those, those realities there's no one to want them, to contemplate them and they become something less and less understood. And Mawlana Shaykh was teaching, everybody was given a light. When Allah said, وَلَكَدْ كَرَامْنَا that you have a light and the light of your soul are the stars in the heavens, that which we see of this earth. Allah gave us a reminder that you're from a heavenly reality. So why then the history of earth was always looking to the heavens? Alien encounters, alien ships, alien astronaut people, why? Because they knew, they understood there's something greater than this life we have. And Allah gave us a reminder, when I created you and the light I put within you, you're coming to this earth look up into the sky, these are the souls. And these lights that you see are the souls and representation of the souls that Allah has created. Some their light if they're not destined to reach their eternity, it's like a flickering candle in the wind, their light comes and has a limited time and vanishes. And the light of that star is a twinkle twinkle little star. How I wonder who you are, I don't know the rest. <laughs> but these are all the deep realities of awliya. Allah wanted for us to sit on this earth and when we're on this earth look up. And when you look up said, don't forget heavens, don't forget paradises, don't forget I created you from light and what you see are all the souls of my creation. And I gave you the ability with a, a blessed sight, not the sight that looks at dunya and three blocks down everything is fuzzy and blinded for us. But as soon as you look up you can see their souls. And Mawlana Shaykh taught the reality of Hajj 
One of the realities of hajj and the hujaj, why Allah wanted servants to go for hajj? Because as soon as they enter in for hajj, Allah illuminates their star. As soon as they go for jamarat and to begin the pelting and throwing the stones at shaitan, which was the amazing reality that was brought back and completely never talked about after that. Every time you threw a rock on jamarat at a shaitan, Allah made your star to be a shooting star and activated your rock actually to begin firing at shayateen in the heavens. So don't say these things on hajj are imaginary or not happening. No, Allah has an immense reality that go to get your light reality. And one of the realities of the jamarat and the throwing, these are the three shaitans and the three stations of shaitan in which he came to the wife, that he came to the Prophet of Allah that sacrifice your son and, and the shaitan came and said, oh why would you do something like this, this is your imagination, go back to sleep. Then he came to Hasidna Hagar the wife of the Prophet, do you know what the Prophet has been ordered to do with your son? And then finally one came to Sayyidina Ismail, do you know what your father is planning to do to you? He said, whatever Allah wants, you find me to be a servant of Allah get up. Three of these realities of shaitan came to block their Islam, block their Iman, block their maqam al-ihsan. Soon as the servant enters and throws the stone, Allah activated their star to be shooting stars. And they're continuously shooting at shayateen and devils. Imagine those that they reach to the reality of their light, their entire wujud and reality are shooting stars. The shihab where they come and they immediately are attacking shaitan. So when pious people come, not only the physical shaitans in the proximity of people that are pushed away by the light and the realities of their soul that humans don't see like the moon, they don't see the sun coming, the light coming from the moon from that person. But the shayateen see it, they burn from it and that the shaykhs are guarding the reality and the maqam of the reality of those stars by pelting the shaitans that are all within the heavens trying to take from the reality of these stars, take from the reality of the knowledges of the heaven. So, so many amazing realities Allah has, has given to us as a part of our creation. That was the reason for going for the jamarat and many just drop of that understanding of Allah will activate your star to become a star that shoots and pelts at the devil's so that to keep these devils away and to be of service to Divinely Presence. This light that Allah has given to us of a star, our purpose is to take this flickering light within our heart, to guard it, to protect it because every shaitan comes like a wind that wants to blow the candle out. And that's why we said that everything in our life is about this candle. Some people they take a path in which they think if they blow your light out it makes their candle to become stronger and we quoted that. 
That's a good quote that we should put all of our posters. That the, the blowing out of somebody's candle doesn't make your light any stronger. Because the hasad is what kills people, hasad is what killed all of the history of Islam. That somebody is jealous of the light in which your heart illuminates and they feel that if they can come to extinguish your candle maybe people will notice their candle to be greater. And this is an immense sickness, immense difficulty and that's not the case. You just be punished for blowing out somebody's candle, Allah doesn't illuminate based on this concept. What illuminates the heart is the good character, the character in which is service to the Divine, love for the Divine and loving that which is eternal. So that when you take your temporary candle and you come into the presence of Divine fire which is the reality of Atiullah. Atiya Rasul wa ulul amri minkum that Allah is a divine fire that nothing can approach it, nothing can understand it. That fire sent into Sayyidina Muhammad as a result of that becomes the eternal illumination of all creation. Everything is in the ocean of Muhammadun Rasulullah, it can't be shirked with Allah as a result of that illuminating light, as soon as you approach that eternal flame, that's why they have all these symbols in movies, the eternal flame, the eternal flame. That which you love begins to love you, that which you move towards and focus on your life it focuses on you. If you focus on shaitan, shaitan is already focusing on you because you got his attention. You focus on dajjal and with dajjal this, dajjal that, dajjal this, dajjal already got you. He's already now focusing on you, you focus on that which is eternal and the solution of every difficulty. The blessing of every grace is the love of Sayyidina Muhammad <clears throat> that love makes you to catch fire, catch on fire. Means that when you approach with the temporary existence, that which is immensely eternal, that love that, that comes is thrown into the heart. The person that is temporary becomes eternal by virtue of that light, by virtue of that love. That eternity enters within their wujud and there's no other way to do it. There's no other way to reach that eternity without running towards Allah without running towards the Divine. For when you run towards Allah He begin to define for us. That come to me, say, La ilaha illallah. When the servant is sincere and Allah loves them, Allah begins to teach, Go to Muhammadan Rasulullah. And so many Christians, so many Jewish, so many agnostic and atheic and Buddhist, when they were sincere, Allah guided them to visions of Muhammadan Rasulullah. 
to the realities of Islam. Why? Because Allah wanted for them that, I'm accepting your La ilaha illallah that you love me and I want what… I want for you what I love and I want to direct you towards Muhammadun Rasulullah so that I can grant you maqam al-Mahmud and that if you draw near to his reality this eternal love begin to throw into your heart and you become lit. You may see yourself as nothing and you may say to yourself, I got nowhere. But that which you love illuminates your entire existence. That which you love reflects out through every pore of your being and as a result the eternity of who you are is beginning to grow. At that time when the servant is lit through the tariqahs they become heated because they're like a sun now. They have a fire that is not required from them. It's not required by their practices, the sun that been lit into their heart. It comes from a blessed source, neither of the east and not from the west. And Surah An-Nur in Qur'an describes, this is a blessed tree, this is a blessed oil, this is a blessed light that been put into you by the love that you have and its power is something that you can't understand. Keep yourself to be good, keep your salawats to nourish that light and to grow. That is the beginning of the path of sainthood and the ashiqeen and muqibeen and the lovers of that reality that their light comes into their wujud and to their being and they're on fire, they heat up with immense amounts of heat. The sweat comes at night, the energies that you can't control. These are energies that Prophet is sending into the lovers to grant them a Divine love, a light that nobody can extinguish. For all the forces on this earth if they were together they can't take that light away. And the only one who can nourish it is the love of Allah and love of Sayyidina Muhammad that they begin to teach you now that you're becoming like a son, these are now the latayfs of the heart. The qalb is the first stage in which the servant becomes a son, they're lit. As a result they have an eternal factory of light. Their movement amongst creation, they consume the sins and bad deeds of people because the sun has a fuel source. So that's why when you say study the sun, study Allah's creation, that's for you to understand your potential sainthood. If you feel yourself being lit then you should have understood, we have articles on Nur Muhammad about the reality of the sun. At just the level of the qad and the latayfs of the heart describe this factory of suns that when your qalb is lit Allah make you to eat the sins and difficulties of people.
that becomes a fuel for your, your wujud and your being and as a result of these sins you become illuminating. If you were to starve the sun from all of the, the chemicals and all of the, the elements that are drawing, you know the magnetic force of the sun, why is the magnetic force? It's juzba is to pull elements in. Anything draws too close to it, it's going to consume it and eat it. As a result of what it, it's the fuel of its fire and we benefit from its illumination. So then we understand now at the station of the Qur'an that the reality of sainthood is that they carry the sins of people. They must be among sinful people. They must be among people whom have difficulties and bad character because the sun without any element to absorb withers out. That's why there's no need for a saint hidden on top of a mountain by himself. They begin to burn his own element and has no fuel source for his existence. That's when they don't understand the reality of sainthood. So the reality of the sun, they need, they need the, the negativity of creation. It becomes a source for their life, they become a, a lit entity and they begin to consume these difficulties and as a result of carrying these burdens, carrying these realities, they begin to send out the light from their heart, not by their movement but like what we described it's, a, it's happening at the level of their soul and Allah is sending the light of their soul. And as the sun is illuminating on this earth, imagine then the souls of, of lit people and lit creation, what type of power their soul has, how much blessings come to people as a result of their soul. How many difficulties taken away as a result of that soul? How much, how much of everything is illuminated by the reality of that soul? So that's when Allah won't study on the outside so that we understand the inside. And then when you study the lataif of the qad, from the qad you go to the seer and not only you become a son but as Allah raises your maqam you become the super red that they, their mass is immense, hundred times larger than a regular sun and they're called super reds. And they say at the level of that reality they can produce an alchemy within their reality, meaning just immense realities. Then Allah takes that super red on the lataif, take it through a station of death in which it again is crushed and becomes a white pulsar in the station of Sirasir. And from Sirasir it begins to the Khafa and from the Khafa become like a blue pulsar, again super condensed, super powerful stars. And this is the stages of their sainthood and continuous testing, continuous bombardment, continuous life of, of moving towards illumination until their blue goes into the akhfa which is under the direct authority of Sayyidina Muhammad in which they've been 
a big sun, huge sun then crushed into a condensed where it's small but immensely heavy until the blue star again is small but immense in its weight until it moves into the aqfa and the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad into the fana and the annihilation of Sayyidina Muhammad which is the reality of the black hole. When immensely they immensely enter into that reality and they are crushed and through the black hole a reality will appear that all of their dunya has been crushed and all that remains is their paradise and heavenly reality at the other side of that reality. And Prophet is the one whom makes these realities, his wujud is the one that crushes everything, mahi, that he crushes everything and brings it pure and clean to the presence of Allah We pray that the immense realities of the souls, the immense reality of the turuq and the path and the hajj open for our hearts and understanding in which to understand these realities, study these realities so that more and more can be described about them inshaAllah. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzata ma yasifoon wa salaaman al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa rahmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi siri Surat al-Fatiha. Click the link now to subscribe.